Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? What's up? You look I, pretty happy. I'm elated. I love making the fantasy playoffs. It's uh, it's what I do after that that usually tends to be the issue. <clears throat> That's fair. I um, I think overall, you know, I, last week I lost most of my leagues. This week I won most of my leagues. But I think I might have lost the home league depending on what happens Monday night. So that's, is it, is it even worth it if I go like six and two in my leagues, but one of the two is the home league. Yeah. I don't understand how you keep losing this league. I did a good week too. I'm going to get like 130 points. Not bad. I think it's funny. Um, earlier what? in the season, Rick and I made a trade. Mine is more cool. I got Rick than I'm moving as, as always, by the way. Um, Rick and I made a trade. Uh, huh. Lamar for Godwin, Derek Carr. I give you somebody else, right? Uh, no, it was just Lamar. Oh, Lamar for Chris Godwin, Derek Carr, and and Tony Pollard and more. Hey, uh, Tony, me on that one, Tony Pollard. Yeah, and um, I think that was a that was a luxury decision for you. It was because my team was freaking stacked. Yeah, you were in a good spot. I had Brees Hall then. I was not. I was not in a good spot. Uh, and so you were like, you were ready to go. This was a championship trade. Yeah, you were ready. You were gonna. You were right. You're gonna. You're gonna make a run. I made that way too early. And then Brees got hurt. <laughs> Should have kept the depth. Yeah. And week four, I'm making championship deals. As soon as that happens, Brees ah. gets hurt. Uh, and then Jamar Chase gets hurt, and uh, the team just collapses. Yep. And then Lamar, too, who you, you had him for one of the 15, 20-point weeks or whatever, yeah. but he had two 40-point weeks in the first four weeks of the season. So it was like, okay, this That's guy's going to be a top. I'm I, making that deal. I'm like, I'm getting a top three fantasy quarterback. Mm-hmm. So it's worth giving up all of my depth. And then since that point, Lamar has been mid. So, Well, anyway, I made the fantasy playoffs. Thanks, Rick, for helping out. You're welcome. You're going to give me a ring if you win? I will give you a diamond from the Godwin and uh, Pollard. Yeah, <laughs> Godwin and Pollard. Um, but anyway, hopefully you had a successful week in fantasy football um, and you are uh, headed to the fantasy playoffs, maybe this early. But we still got two weeks to grind, two weeks to go. Today we're going to talk about waiver wires. Today we're going to talk about uh, a recap from this week, uh, Thanksgiving and all, and discuss some of the best players from the week and some of the worst. There's still one more game to go as a reminder. But before we jump into all that, check our website, fantasygymies.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below. Um, total side note. This is just for me and Rick here having a conversation. Um, there's a specific radio show in this New England area that we listen to. Um I don't know, maybe it's nationally known, but anyway, uh, currently they have a question. Would the Patriots have won uh, against the Vikings if they had Brady? This is what we're talking about. Okay, that's the most like... This is what we're talking about, 4 o'clock on, on Monday afternoon. Oh my gosh, that is the most... 
Felgrim master. Like uh, Tom Brady. I mean, I mean, uh, like I, I, I don't know what, what I would answer this question, but uh, Mac Jones threw 382 yards and basically three. Are they trying yards. to make it a positive thing for Mac? I don't. I don't know. To... It's very. It's. Uh, I have him mute, so I'm just reading the. Yeah, that's the most like sports talk honest. radio though. So funny. Ever. Anyway, uh, love sports talk radio the best. Um, it is pretty. But let's let's talk about week. Uh, what the hell week is it? Twelve. I believe it is week 12. (sighs) Let's talk about some of these quarterbacks here. Um, Josh Allen, 30 points. Uh, Hasn't looked good um, in real life. Kind of makes some good throws, but um, he's he's been kind of mid lately. Uh, Not in fantasy, though. Josh Allen is still in fantasy. fantasy. Uh, Jalen Hurts with 29, so he's been great. Um, Sorry, Rick, if that hurts your soul a little bit. Um, Played Jalen Hurts last night. Uh, Herbert, Kyler Murray. So top four are guys that should be up there. Kyler has been terrible this year. He has and hasn't. From, because, where, like, from where you drafted him, yeah. He's He's been terrible in, I think, the sense of the expectations for him. And I yeah. feel like As a I feel like he hasn't played starter. great in real life. But at the same time, his stats aren't bad. And his fantasy numbers are pretty good, too. He's the QB8, and he missed two weeks. Yeah. It's kind of a weird year, but yeah. Um, and I think D Hop also had an effect in that, not having him. Right. Um, Trevor Lawrence with twenty four point nine. Big boy, big boy shorts. Love it. <laughs> Winning football games. I don't even know who he was playing, but he freaking crushed them. The Ravens, dude. Ravens. That's right. That's a that's a marquee win. It was a big time win. Yeah, dude. The announcer said this will be a win. Jacksonville remembers for years to come. And it's like, I mean, bro, you're like three and seven. Uh, Rick. <laughs> you're four and seven. Now. I don't want to crush your hopes and dreams, but um or or your your take there, but um Jacksonville really doesn't have anything to remember. No, so. they don't. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. So maybe they will remember <laughs> maybe this they one. will remember this one. I, mean, I think I do think the side note, not fantasy related, the Jaguars are gonna be an explosive, at least explosive team next year. I think they'll probably be a good team. They might make the playoffs, but we'll see. Uh, but he had twenty four fantasy points. Lawrence, Lawrence, a good, good little fantasy quarterback. If he, if he's getting yardage and touchdowns, the only drawback is that he doesn't rush uh, at all. Coming no, out of college, not as much as he did in co- really in college. Yeah, I was gonna say in college he he rushed all over the place. Don't know why he doesn't have that as a part of his game now. But um, he had Mike White with twenty four. That's never happening again. Yeah, that's kind of a, that's a crazy one. I was actually kind of mad because I was like, you know, you know how when um, like I started Derek Carr this week in the home league and uh-huh. like obviously Derek Carr at 25, so we're good. Or in the five-point touchdown variety. Derek Carr in real life had 22 uh, in, in four-point touchdown leagues. But anyway, uh. So I was fine, but midway through that game, when uh, when Derek Carr wasn't looking too hot, um, I was like, "Man, I wish I just picked up Mike White and started him." Like you get that thought in your head, like I was never gonna pick up Mike White. And start I was gonna him. say, "Did you even think about no, doing I that?" I didn't though? even think about doing it. But then I'm yeah. sitting there going, "I wish I picked him up," and like, I gotta find where wherever Doc Brown lives, jump in that DeLorean and go get myself. I don't know if you necessarily need to do that because you won this week. Maybe uh, I could have done that in other positions. That's true. Like thinking Jamar Chase was going to start all week. Because <laughs> I needed those two extra points. Yeah. But anyway, no, Mike White, didn't. that's never happened again. 
Uh, Mac Jones throwing dimes all over the field, slicing up the Vikings defense, ends up as QB7 with 23.28 fantasy points per game. Uh, this will not happen again for Mac. Well, I'm I mean, mad because I, I was going to rank him higher, but I like panic rushed my rankings on Thursday because great. it was like 10 minutes before That's why you Thanksgiving. Do that. And I uh, I didn't move Mac Jones at all, and then he had a great yeah, and then he had QB7. So I was going to move him up. I actually think there's opportunities for Mac to um, – because this actually probably should have been a, uh, a little bit better of a week. He probably should have been top four, um, but they took a touchdown away from him. Um, so I think there will be weeks where he can get 20 if the offense is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, he can get 20. Like Arizona maybe could get 20 that week. could be a stream option against Arizona or, or Ooh. Vegas. Ooh. Hey, listen. Is that week 14? That is week fourteen and fifteen. I might start Mac Jones over Derek Carr. This the last, a... last week of the regular season. Fields is on a oh, bye. But yeah. do it. But then drop him so I can pick him up if I make the playoffs week fifteen. Uh, yeah, and then I'll him. start him you in the playoffs. In the playoffs, there we go. Versus over Trevor Lawrence. Uh Lamar has a good week, twenty three points. Kirk Cousins also has a good week with twenty two point eight six. Um, that's right around where he should finish. Derek Carr, also the last four weeks, I think, he's been right around QB 10, 11, or 12. So that's good news for Derek yeah. Carr peeps. You never know when he's going to get you three fantasy points, though. Gino continues to Gino with his 20. I don't – I mean, at this point, it's not even like – this is just what he does. Yeah, week-to-week basis. He's, he's, he's QB 7 on the year. He is He is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Fantasy-wise. Uh, yeah. Mahomes had it's actually uh, better nineteen. Um, some guys that didn't do uh, too hot at the quarterback position. Also, you see, Dammy, uh, Sammy, Dimes. Sammy yeah, Garner. bro. Did he? Did you see his touchdown pass? I did. DJ Moore is alive. Bro. We told you to bench DJ Moore and start Curtis Samuel. I apologize. If it makes you feel better, that might have lost me my week. Nice. <laughs> See, we live by our advice. We live and die by our advice, just so you know. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really any bust besides Aaron Rodgers, but he kind of finishes with this. Do you count Russell game. Wilson? No. I mean, I, no. I think I asked no. you this last no. week when he got no. 10 no. points. This and is you what said he does. Already... This is 10 points a game. This is what Russell yeah, Wilson does. Literally the worst starting quarterback in fantasy this week, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Skyler Thompson had negative point two six fantasy points, so the only one guy worse. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I I think for Rodgers, like twelve to fifteen uh, is around where he's going to finish rest of season. At what point did he like leave the game? Was it game. third quarter or fourth? Um, it was in the it was in midway through the third quarter, or late third quarter probably, to be more accurate. So you're saying he might have had a chance to crack twenty? No, I uh, he probably would have cracked fifteen. Well, if he threw that oh, touchdown to uh, Christian Watson, it would have been it would have been a lot more than that. It probably would have been seventeen or eighteen. Right, but that is kind of what he what he's been in four yeah, point touchdown. He's yeah, he'll be right around fifteen fantasy points a game. Um, but right. he had an oblique injury, and he's also been dealing with a hand problem. And the Rod, uh, the Green Bay Packers lost, moving them to four and eight on the year, um, essentially eliminating them from the playoffs. Yeah, uh, not statistically, but pretty much at this point. Who would have guessed down. that the Packers would be four and eight oh, at this point in the year? Ridiculous. But um, there were thoughts that Aaron Rodgers, you know, that he would be shut down, they would move to Jordan Love, and that this would be his last game as a Packer. 
um, where they would either trade him or he would just outright retire. I, I have a feeling he's going to retire, but um, so that could have been his last game as a Packer. Mm. Interestingly enough, but anyway, let's talk about some running backs. Um, so in PPR leagues, the number one running back, obviously, uh, congratulations. If you needed a win and you had Josh Jacobs, I feel bad for you. If you were facing Josh Jacobs with his 48 fantasy points, he had 303 scrimmage yards. Yep. Uh, he's the RB two on the season. No, that kind of aggravates me because I wanted to draft him, And one of the reasons I didn't was because in my head, I'm like, I don't think he has a huge wow. ceiling. And I think I said this before. I was like, I don't think he's got a huge ceiling. Do you want to... He'll be good, but... Yeah. Do you want to hear some malpractice, though? Some uh, NFL management malpractice? Let me hear it. This is a football team, the Las Vegas Raiders, that rejected his fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. Just want, him a, just want him a game to keep him in the playoffs. Or Are you saying that players play better when they're in a contract year? Um, I'm saying that or the freaking Raiders blew it. <laughs> that they blew it, yeah. They blew it. Um, but no, he's been great. I, I think when Josh Jacobs has healthy and he gets the ball, he's great. Um, health has no. been a problem. And and then when he's on the field, I, I feel it. I don't, I don't know what it is with coaches and not liking Josh Jacobs and feeling the need to get other guys involved. Um, I just don't get it. You know what I think I underestimated is I liked Jacobs for, um, like, with McDaniels. I liked the Jacobs being in that system. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I underestimated, and I knew that Jacobs or McDaniels likes to use multiple running backs, so that kind of scared me. But what I underestimated is how much they use the running back position. The offense runs through the running. It doesn't run through Devontae Adams. It runs through the running backs. Yeah. And because of that, it runs through Josh Jacobs. At this point, I feel like every offense in the NFL um, starts with a good play action uh, game. Yeah, unless you're the Chiefs or the Bills. Right. But yeah, he's been... Or the Chargers. He's been ridiculous, Josh Jacobs. So, congratulations. For sure. Uh, if you have him, and he looks like he has a good stretch down the end of the season, so Congratulations. I yeah. honestly, I thought about this the other day, literally plopped into my mind for five seconds and then it left quickly because I was like, I can't be doing things like that. Um, I was going to offer Saquon Barkley straight up for Josh Jacobs. Oh, wow. Yeah. It entered I my mean, mind. If you did it this week. You know, what's funny it. too. Uh, quick, quick side note. Cause we got to get through all these running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and then give you some waiver wire guys and get out of here. Uh, but the person that has Josh Jacobs in our league, because you would assume, you know, if you drafted Josh Jacobs, you probably got a shot at like a top tier player in the first round. And that guy yep. should be playing well. Um, the dude that had him uh, mm. somehow only has Josh Jacobs as their number one running back. Uh, he had Dalvin because Cook. Because he had Dalvin Cook and he traded Dalvin Cook for Stephen Diggs, which is not a bad trade. I will no. say that. Um, but he also traded Michael Pittman in the process. So like that, now he yeah. just has the same position that he was before. Uh, yeah. Right. Moves. <laughs> I just don't know how you have Josh Jacobs and then you don't have another top tier running back to um, just in my head. But anyway, uh, yeah. Miles, Miles Sanders had 31. My guy made some trades. Got myself hey, bro, Miles just... Sanders. 
I don't even remember what the trade was, to be honest with you, but I'm very happy. That was a great trade, bro. You traded Sutton and Foreman. <laughs> Foreman had... Oh, he had 11 points. Yeah, Foreman's been all right. Yeah, what, he'll what get Sutton four have? and then double, then 11 and then two. So what Sutton have? Sutton had 13. All right, so I outscored him. You did outscore him. Nice, yeah. nice. Miles Sanders, 31, RB2 on the week. Um, I just traded for Miles Sanders, too, in a dynasty league. My highest stake dynasty league. Traded for him yeah, before this week. Philly, all they do is run the ball. So that's the main reason why I wanted to get Sanders. Like, I've been trying to get him all season. Uh, and, like, with the way the Eagles are playing and how much running they do, um, it's it's easy money to get Miles Ever Sanders. since his rookie year, we've liked Miles Sanders, and he's disappointed us. And then this year, top 14 running back. Mm-hmm. I traded for a top 14 running back. He's RB 13 right now. I mean, it's a little inflated because he just got 31. So I don't know if he's going to finish top 13, but uh, I would say he's a RB two. Yeah. Solid. Kind of like Damian Harris last year. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler was number three with 25. Uh, James Conner had 21, so two good weeks in a row for James Conner. Played James Conner. Yeah, you play James Conner now. If you have him. I played him in three leagues. It's time to rile it up. Big hat. Big hat, man. Brian Robinson. (laughs) 20 fantasy points. If you need a big hat, go hit up Brian Robinson. He'll tell you where to get it. Big hat, Brian. I like it. That's his new name now. That was funny. I'm like, what are you doing? That was pretty funny. (laughs) Like, what is he doing? <laughs> um, look like space balls. Yeah, seriously. He had uh 20 fantasy points. Really good week for Brian Robinson. Uh if you have been holding and hoping for Brian Robinson to be good, um this is his best week. Okay, but what happens if you uh like me, for example, in a dynasty league have both Brian Robinson and Antonio okay. Gibson? Who are you starting? Um Gibson. I would start Gibson because Gibson probably has more touchdown upside and more pass, pass catching. Upside. Yeah, pass yeah. catching. And PPR leagues. If you're in a standard league, Brian Robbins is probably a safer bet. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's standard for sure. Yeah, Gibson's dead in standard leagues. Um, it's so funny how different standard – like half PPR and PPR close. Like mm-hmm. very close together. Yeah. But then when There's you drop off and you just take huge. points per reception away altogether, it eliminates a lot of running backs. It does. It, it just eliminates a lot of the game in general. So guys will get like five catches and in a half PPR, that doesn't matter as much, but in standard, it means nothing. Right. Um, Jermichael hasty had 20 fantasy points. He was the RB six on the week. Um, Does that make you sad? Cause that would have been ETN probably. Yeah. That would have been ETN. Yeah. But he got a foot injury and they played it safe and they almost played it safe so much so that they lost the game, but uh, congratulations. Saved them. I hope this is not like a, I was watching the game and Hasty was doing good, and I was like, "Ah, this is what Travis Etienne should have been doing." But do they now give Jamichael Hasty more work because he had a good game? I don't think so, because they also signed Daryl Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully, then none of this affects Travis Etienne's production. Um, I do think that they are realizing the same thing that I was saying weeks ago: is that um, you're going to bury Travis Etienne into the ground if you keep running it with him this much. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, gotta, they can't give him like twenty five carries a game. You have to you like he can have twenty touches, but you need Yeah, him give alive. him fifteen carries and five catches. Yeah, it's good enough. Um Nick Chubb, twenty. Uh Ramondre Stevenson at twenty, so he's back up in the top ten again. Rashad White, nineteen. Um, I think Rashad White's gonna be a running back league winner here down the stretch if playoff Lenny stays on the bench for any He point. had 
He had 19 with no touchdowns. Wild. Nine catches. Brady loves his running backs. That's what I. That's what I love about White. Especially when they're named White. (laughs) Yeah, true. It's not that I think White is like a great running back. It's the fact that he's a good pass catching running back, and Brady will dump it off to him. Lenny is too as much as he wants. Right, Lenny is too, but Lenny's just kind of fat and old now, a little bit. You know what's sad about that? I think he's younger than me. (laughs) Well, you would be an old man running back if you played in the NFL. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, Samaji Pirine, uh, we we told you to start him this week, right? We told no, he said bench. Did we say sit? (laughs) Yeah, this is a tough week for us. We had a really bad start and sit. Yeah, to be fair, fair, Rick had nothing to do with that. Thank you, thank you for that. Uh, Aaron Jones had eighteen. AJ Dillon had 17. He scored a pair of touchdowns, I believe. Um, yeah, AJ Dillon had his best game of the season. I know. Finally week got one. to the end zone since week one. So I don't know if that's going to change anything. I think he's probably still not worth picking up, though, to be honest. Um, Only so had eight carries. Some guys that busted at the running back position. You get Dalvin Cook with nine points. I, I like nine or ten is usually the, the line for me where it's Made like, me cry. Right, it's like it's it was bad, but it wasn't like that bad. When you start getting eight points, that's where I'm starting to be like, what the frig, guys? Uh, Christian, like McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey had 8.9 points. So, you know, he's been getting here, – here's the big thing. I believe McCaffrey had a leg injury. He did have a leg injury, so they limited him. But um, I, here, like, I watched the early part of that game, mm-hmm. and it's clear that they want to get um, other guys Elijah involved Mitchell. in this past, yeah, Elijah Mitchell. There was some guy with dreadlocks, Jordan Mason. I think he only came in because I think Mitchell got hurt yeah, too. But they want to split between right. these guys and keep Christian McCaffrey for the most part healthy for the postseason. With that being said, it affects your fantasy lineups dramatically because the anticipation for uh, yeah, McCaffrey truthers like Rick himself was that he was going to be getting everything and um. The... Oh, no, no, no. I never said he was going to get everything. Okay, all right, that's fair. I just mean like you thought he was going to be uh, ridiculous. I thought he was going to be a beast, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's been he's been essentially what he was with Carolina. So, um, yeah. unfortunately, the trade was really just lateral for fantasy uh, for the most part. But this week, you know, he was bad because of the injury. So, it wasn't like he probably right. would have scored a touchdown and done other things. Antonio Gibson had eight. Uh, Tony Pollard had eight. Um, Pollard without touchdowns is tough. You got to swallow the no touchdown games. Do you think this is kind of just what he is with Zeke? Yeah. Yep. I I, I believe he, that. He can still get a touchdown. I believe that 15. when you traded him to me. Yeah. And I still like him, and I still think he's a top twenty-four running back. But the the issue with Tony Pollard is 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 that is that if Zeke's out there, they're going to give the ball to Zeke, and it's going to damage Tony Pollard. And you know that. There's going to be weeks where Pollard does break off a touchdown run and make things happen, but um, at this point, it's it's challenging um, yeah. for Tony Pollard to produce without touchdowns. But right. eight points is still good if you're talking about a secondary flex. Yeah. Uh, Alvin, uh, I, I think he's still okay. Alvin Kamara had seven. That kind of worried me. Um, now, what I will say about Kamara, he's so if, you're, if you're in a good spot... Like your team, if you're you, mm-hmm. I think he's a good buy. If your team already clinched the playoffs, he's a good buy. Okay, why? Because he has sucked. Okay, but and he has Tampa this week, and he's got a bye week. But his playoff schedule is all dark green. 
Atlanta, Cleveland, Ooh. and what is it? I said, oh. Yeah, Atlanta, Cleveland, and then Philly, who has been really good, but their run defense has been kind of average to below average. So it's a green matchup. So he's got green, could be uh, good in the fantasy playoffs, but he's been kind of disappointing. What are you saying? Not saying anything. I should go make a move? I'm not telling you that. I'm just saying in theory. He's uh, mm. not a bad buy right now. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to go try to make a trade now. Daniel Pierce had four. Sorry, Rick. No, I traded Sorry him, bro. the pain. Oh, well, I mean, it's still pain. I mean, yeah. I remember what I told you last week. I said, I don't like, I'm, I'm getting real nervous about him. Mm-hmm. So I traded him for Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen got 16 fantasy points. Damian Pierce got four. There you go. Smart move. Uh, yeah, for... I think he's just kind of, it's not even all his fault. He hasn't been good, but like, yeah. The Texans are just at, like. Did you watch disaster. that game? Yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible. they are the worst team in the NFL by far. Well, now they are because they took Davis Mills out. Yeah, I mean their offense, even with Davis Mills, wasn't wasn't good. No, but they had a better shot of winning a football game. All their games were relatively not all of them, but most of them were close for the most part. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Cream Hunt three points. Um, he's been disappointing. Yeah, he's been bad. A lot of a lot of games this year. So I think this is his last year in Cleveland, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, and he's kind of getting old too, though. Yeah. He's 27. I don't know like how much he has. I, he wasted so like the Cleveland gave him a shot, basically the only team that would give anyone a he shot. He shouldn't he shouldn't have he should have signed, played one year at Cleveland and then, and then left. I don't know why he resigned. Yeah. I like you could have you could have been I mean freaking Kansas City might have taken you back at this rate. Oh yeah, still starting Pacheco, um, and then the only guy, the other guy I wanted to mention was Etn, um, who did fall prey to an injury, and Damian Harris. Damian Harris had one point six, but he he got hurt too. He got hurt too, right? Yeah. Um, so those are the running backs. Let's talk about some wide receivers. Um, <clears throat> Justin Jefferson, oh my goodness, who I also played this week. He was a, a trend. monster, bro. He is a monster, and if you acquired Stephen, I mean not Stephen Diggs, Justin Jefferson in the off season. Congratulations in your dynasty leagues because I uh, I traded him away in one week. Oh, oh bro! But but no snow buts. I got three first round picks. I got you better hold. Which at the time I got TJ Hawkinson, I got Jerry Judy and Darnell Mooney. Which Mooney and Judy have disappointed because that trade looked a lot better when those guys had potential. But yeah, you so. uh, bad place. I know, but I know. Uh, Chris Godwin had twenty nine. Yeah. 15 targets, I think. Well, she was still on my team. Oh, my God. Keep going, Brady. You know what I found funny? Watching Tampa's offense when they tried to throw it to somebody not named Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. the, the drive would stall. If you tried to throw yeah. it to Mike Evans, it was a high-point pass. <laughs> Mike Evans stall. had a really bad game. Yeah, I think game. there's going to be a week in here, though, where they reverse. But even when Godwin is like the second fiddle, he still gets double digit fantasy points. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's been really good on the season. Um, he did miss some time earlier in the season, but since he came back, um, I wanted to check this out. Hold on. Uh, since he came back from his injury, he was actually, he's actually been pretty good. Um, he's been very, very good. He missed, uh, he played week one. But and you were like, oh, dude, the rest of the season rankings, he's like wide receiver 33, man. He's not going to, I don't know. That was what and I was like, I back. think he's top 15. And you you were like, no, dude, look at the rest of the season rankings. Uh, Chris Godwin is wide receiver seven since week four. 
Yeah. You're right. <sighs> I actually, funny thing is, is I don't, I don't blow pipe up people's smoke. I don't blow smoke up people's or in people's pipes. Is that what? I don't even know. I don't give people crap in trades. Like I, I tell them what I actually feel. And at the time, that's what I actually felt, Rick. I've just benefited greatly from having uh, Chris Godwin be elite. Yeah. Uh, Amonra had 27. He was great. Zay Jones had 27. That's not going to happen again. Uh, Garrett Wilson at 26. He was back with Mike White. Uh, I love Garrett Wilson. T. Higgins had 24. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie at 22. Uh, I don't. I don't remember saying you could. You could start Isaiah McKenzie in the game. Yeah, you did. On the you did say that. Show. I did say that. I put uh, him in a DFS lineup and won seven bucks because oh, of that. So thanks. Stefan Diggs had 21 points. Um, Adam Thielen had 21. Christian Watson had 21 again. Catches a touchdown late. Saved his fantasy day because he legitimately had like five points. It may not end. Yeah, the touchdown shit. When the touchdowns end, people are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" That's what I. That's what I told people. But there's people that have them in our league, especially yep. that they don't. They think he's Jerry Rice. So DJ, DJ Moore, twenty points. DeAndre Carter, who's been having a good stretch of games in the absence of Mike Williams, um, oh. twenty fantasy points for him. And then Metcalf also had twenty. Um, that rounds out like the top twelve. Let's talk about some uh, some bust out wide receivers. Um, Devonta Smith had nine. Jacoby Myers had nine. Um, Terry McLaurin had nine. Yeah, those are the only guys with nine. Um, Curtis Samuel, our, our start at wide <sighs> receiver. Lost me my week. Did oh, not have man. a target. Debo got hurt, came back. He had seven. Um, I think he's fine. Juju was yeah. limited, six points. He's most likely going to be fine as well. Um, Mike Evans had five, like Rick said. I think this is one of the worst games of the season. Yeah, it is. Uh, he still had nine targets, though, so I wouldn't really really worry about that. You know who I am a little worried about, though, is ever since Christian Watson's emergence, uh, Alan Lazard has sucked. Yeah, he's and dropped into a, a... Last three games when Christian Watson has broken because, out. Maybe seven, that's because Alan Lazard sucks. I don't know why I bought that smoke. I don't... I don't... I'm out of myself. Because he was the wide receiver one on the team. Yeah. I'm just... And he was doing good. In yeah, the beginning, but the moment someone with more talent emerged, he's become second fail. Yep. So Alan Lazard kind of blows. I am. I'm with you, Rick. I'm concerned about that. Um, anyone else at the wide receiver position that you see besides Juju was limited, so he had seven points. But yeah, I mentioned him a second ago. Uh, moving so Christian fast. Kirk. I don't know if you said him. Uh, no, I did not. He had so, eight points, so nothing that great. But that's kind of what he's been doing. 20 he'll get 20 and then eight uh drake london can we stop with him are we done yeah you know what that is it's atlanta yeah it is atlanta i think he, you know like he has i mean obviously he was a top was he the ninth overall pick so he's got real talent as a wide receiver and next year we can revisit him but this year with all the people who were drafting him i think was kind of i just had was, a thought Okay. Rick, Rick and I were in an in-depth conversation about who the Patriots could trade for a wide receiver. Are you going to say Drake No, Chris Godwin. Oh. That's, he's that's kinda, good. See, I, I like that, but he's also like... He's 26. Has two, he has two ACL injuries in his career already. That's all right. 26 is fine. Okay. Let's talk about some tight ends. Um, Dalton Schultz had 19. There you go, buddy. 
feeding you feed Rick more nineteen point games. He was on my bench. <laughs> That's great. Just a just a tough. Uh, Randos Josh Oliver was seventeen. Mark Andrews people um throw up in their mouth slightly. Mark Andrews had a, a drop touchdown in that same trade that I got Miles Sanders and that high stakes dynasty league. I also traded for Mark Andrews. Oh, so not a great debut for him, but yeah, not, whatever. Not great. On my team. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 15. TJ Hawkinson had 15. Hunter Henry had 15. The revival of Hunter Henry. Um, Jordan Atkins had uh, 15. David Njoku had 13. Foster Moreau had 12. Um, Hayden Hurst had 11. John Bates. Who are you? And Mark Andrews had 11. Um, what about busts here? Robert Tanyan had five. Cole Komet had five, so Komet's come down to earth. Can I give you one? Go ahead. I finally, after all season, hating on Juwan Johnson, mm-hmm. finally rank, rank him up in my rankings and go, okay, I have to John move this guy Johnson up. He's been doing good. Craps himself. Zero points. Two targets, zero points, zero oh, catches. Sucks for you. Taysom Hill had three. You know who else had zero points who? and played? Tyler Higby. Tyler Higbeast. After his great start to the year, Bryce Perkins blows. Yeah, he, he does. Was, uh, he was doing all right. He was doing all right there for a good stretch of the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, not uh, not in the game. He got to the third quarter and they started using him in the passing game a little more, bit more, and it got better. And then I think uh, Sean McVay was like, "All right, we need to open up the floodgates, try to win this game." As soon as they did that, pick pick. Um, people picked up Trey McBride because of the Zach Ertz injury. He had one catch for one yard. Yeah, he sucks. I kind of don't a like that because he I have him in suck. Dynasty. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. I would like to see him at least flashes, though. Okay, I like it. a couple flashes. Evan Ingram had one point, um, so he sucked. I do hope Firemuth, though, who is playing on Monday Night Football, is actually on the top of this list, mm-hmm. and I win this week because I kind of need to. But all right, let's talk about some waiver wire ads. Yeah. All right, let's do that. All right, um, give me a a streaming target this week. Oh gosh, dude, it's it's kind of gross. Let me look. You got you gotta have. To let me look first before I give you an right, answer. Right, right, right. Okay, I got one. All right, here we go. Here we go. I don't know how. Well, this is tough because we're recording this on Monday, so we're recording this before Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. But Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett uh, a lot. He had 19 fantasy. Well, in a five-point touchdown league, so I don't know how many. Years. Actually, he didn't have a passing touchdown. So 19 fantasy points against the Saints. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, 16 fantasy points against the Bengals is not bad. Yeah. And then in week 13, this week, he's playing the Atlanta Falcons, who have given up a lot of points to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you could plug him in and stream him, and he'll get you like 18 points. I blanked which out. this who year has say? been. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Oh, yeah, Kenny Pickett. I literally Against the Falcons. Him. Yeah, that's a good one. Unless he tears his ACL Monday Night Football. Um, I'm gonna say I uh, he's nah, see, I can't say that. It's not. Uh, who are you gonna say? I was gonna say uh Mariota, but he's probably owned, right? Uh he could. No, Mariota's not a bad one. Against the Steelers. No, I think he's going up against Washington. Oh, this is week thirteen. Well, right? Pickett's playing the Falcons. So <laughs> this is week thirteen, correct? Yeah. Oh god, I'm looking at the wrong week. Forgive me, fam. Uh Daniel Jones versus Washington. Oh, that's I like that. That's that's a good one. Although the Washington Washington's defense has been pretty good last couple weeks. What do they on the season they've given up? 
On the season, it's been bad. Yeah. yeah not a lot. But the last couple of weeks, they're on like a four-game win streak. I'd still do Danny Dimes. I would still do Danny Dimes. I'm in. Well, he has no receivers, though. It's all right. He doesn't need receivers. He what did he get this it. week? He He's Cal- not getting fantasy points through the air. No, that's true. You, you want a rushing touchdown. Yeah, You're starting him. Touchdown. Yeah. Um, I would go with Danny Dimes. Um, I, who's Mike White playing this week? Uh, Vikings, actually. So Ooh, that might be an interesting. Player. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Honestly, that's not a bad one. Yeah, so Mariota would be a guy that I would stream this week. Mike White's not bad. Kenny Pickett's not bad either. Um, and then uh, my off-handed mention of, I don't even remember. I said it five seconds ago. I probably should write this stuff down. Danny Jones against yeah. Washington. Okay, rank them. Um, streams. You want me you to have rank? five seconds. Oh, God, my brain's turned off. Mariota, one. Daniel Jones, two. Mike White, three. Pickett, four. Uh, Pickett probably be like two. I wasn't including Pickett because that was your Okay. Game. But Pickett would be like uh, three probably. Okay. Mike White, Mike White would move down to four. I'd probably do Mariota, one as well. That's a good one. I think I'd put Pickett, two. I'm scared of Daniel Jones and his receivers, so I'm going to say Mike White three Daniel Jones four. Whoa, whoa! I'm, I'm just scared. I'm scared of Danny Dimes, bro. I like him, but like, dude has is throwing yeah. to Walmart employees. <laughs> He's throwing to Walmart employees. I would still stream him. He's just oh, last man. on my list. But if I had to, I'd still play him. Um. All right. Let's talk a little bit about some running backs that you can pick up. Um. Interesting situations here. Uh, I I don't like any of the Jacksonville running backs um, for picking up. I know Jermichael Hasty had 20 points and Daryl Henderson's coming in. Um, I don't know what Daryl Henderson's going to do. And Jermichael Hasty only came in because of um, Travis Etienne's injury. So I don't like either of these guys. Uh, I don't know. This list blows. This, this reminds me of Doug Peterson's Miles Sanders backfield. Um, didn't like that all that much. <laughs> That was kind of gross, but Kyron Williams is a is a really interesting pickup, and I was talking about him. Um, I dropped him. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I didn't really have. It was either him or like Michael Gallup. So. I oh mean. yeah, it's not. But I mean these these options at this point in the season are not sexy, and they don't look good, and they're not going to be like good options. And so I would say even. Like at this point, like Chuba Hubbard, I think should be rostered in case of emergency. Um, and if like Donta Foreman, who has been in the past injury prone, gets hurt, Hubbard would take over the backfield full time. Um, mm-hmm. And that I think would mean good things for Chuba Hubbard. And he can at least give you some flexible plays late. In if the you're season. relying though on Foreman, I feel like you're kind of screwed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that's <laughs> uh, Alexander Madison for Dalvin Cook, James Cook right. for. Um, Devin Singletary, who I actually think James Cook could be really good if Devin Singletary ends up being the guy. But I agree with you. Although I don't know, did they use Naheem Hines this week? I I think they I did know. a little bit. Naheem Hines is a waste of space to me. Um, but anyway, Kyron Williams is interesting because the Rams cut Daryl Henderson, and they're still not giving Cam Akers the ball. And Kyron they did Williams, a little bit. They did a little bit, but Cam uh, Kyron Williams had 11 carries and three catches in the game. So 14 touches. Um, I think they like this kid for whatever reason. And I think they want to get him the ball and he does have a really good end of season schedule. So um, I would add whatever waiver budget you have left. I think this is to me, the running back out of the week. Um, 
and you should probably try to go out and snag him because I don't I at this point I don't know that the Rams are going to play Cam Akers and um or at least all that much and I think Kyron Williams can be uh, a really good player down the stretch if he continues to get the opportunity and shows efficiency but 3.1 yards a carry against Kansas City is abysmal it's horrible yeah but a 70% right. snap percentage I'll take that and, I'll and take, pass, he's the pass catching back. And he's the pass catching back, so I'll take that too. And um, and he's got Seattle, Las Vegas, Green Bay, Los Angeles, um, and Denver down the stretch. So lots of easy games there. Uh, I would I would get Kyron Williams on my team. Yeah, he's probably the after I, a long I monologue talking about all the running backs. Sorry, bro. Go ahead. No, that's okay because I don't want to talk about any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Out of everybody on this list, yeah. I think he's the guy to get. Um, Kyron Williams is probably the best available running back at this point though. I think there's, there's really nobody out there. You're just getting your own handcuff. So, um, depending on who like, if you have Derrick Henry, you get Hilliard, Mm -hmm. as you said, you have Singletary, you get James Cook. Uh, you have Dallin Cook and Madison's available. Go get Madison. Um, so at this point, it's just handcuffs. Yep. Um, all right, let's talk about the wide receiver position a little bit. Um, number one, I think it's Traylon Burks. Yeah, he was number one last week for us, wasn't he? Yeah, did he? I, think, I think he scored a touchdown this week. Let me just check. Let me just. Check. Uh, he had a good week. He had a really good week. Yeah, seventeen points, six four, uh, six catches, six targets, four catches, seventy yards. Um, definitely, uh, AJ Brown style. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but it wasn't his touchdown. Oh, that's right. Did you see that play? I did I saw the play? It was um, it was Derek, Derek Henry. Get he get smoked. The screen Derek like Henry. eighty yards and fumbled at the. One I guarantee yard line. you, you know that like you're watching fantasy football and you see one of your guys have a big play and then something weird happens and you're not sure how it's calculated in fantasy points, and you're like, yeah. that's got to be a touchdown for Derek Henry, right? And then it's a touchdown for Traylon Burks and he only got six fantasy points from the rushing yards. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're like, he still uh, would have had double digit fantasy points though, even if you take yeah. that play out. Um, but he's been fantastic. Uh, I think. I the schedule is really hard for Traylon, mm. and I don't know if a breakout end of season is going to like continue. Like I think I could see him being a mid range wide receiver two or low end wide receiver two rest of season, um, and he would be totally fine in that position. It's probably safer to say he's like going to be around twenty five to thirty. Yeah, if he continues to perform like this, but it does show good signs going into next year. If, if things stay the same for Tennessee and Tannehill's the quarterback and things are going in that direction, Traylon Burks could have a second year breakout similar to AJ Brown's back in the day. So um, I like that for Traylon Burks, but I just want to continue to, you know, he needs to stack some good weeks together, and and if he keeps doing that, he'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I think Burks, uh, Burks is definitely I the best guy on this list as well. Um, and I, we talked about him last week. So he's put up two back-to-back pretty good weeks. The schedule is hard. Um, so that is concerning. But he's the number one receiver on the team. So it's kind of rare in week 13 to go pick up the number one receiver on an NFL team. So uh, if he's available, he is a good pickup. But uh, I don't know if he's like somebody that you just plug and play and start. Right. Um, talk about people's Jones. Uh, bro, he's been he's been good. This week he sucked. Um, but one of the reasons that I liked Peoples Jones um, was because Deshaun Watson coming back, and then if Watson ends up 
playing well, you're getting a wide receiver two on an elite offense if Watson plays well. So it's not like somebody that um, you're investing a lot in, but he's a small chip that could end up becoming someone really good. Uh, this week he did suck, but before this week, mm-hmm. he had uh, five straight games with at least 70 receiving yards. He was one of the only players yeah. in the NFL to do that for five straight weeks. He was, um, I think, a top 20 receiver during that stretch as well in fantasy. So he was having a really good stretch. This week, again, he sucked. But with Deshaun Watson coming back, the hope is Watson comes in and lights the lamp. And if that happens, great. If not, then you probably just drop him. Agreed. Um, I do like Paris Campbell. Don't know what he did. Pre-recorded show on Monday Night Football. So keep an eye on that. But he should be rostered. Um, uh, I have a kind of a sleeper. I'll just quickly say Jameson Williams again because we've been talking about him since like week four. Agreed. This reminds me of like Kenny Galladay when he got hurt and then people dropped him and then he never played another game, but he was always on our list. Oh yeah, yep. This is kind of what it reminds me of. Oh, like he's honestly, been on our list every week. The more games, not. the more games that um, Jameson Williams or the more games the the Lions win the more of a chance that Jamison Williams plays. Yes, yes. Ian Rappaport, before Thanksgiving, said he wasn't going to play Thursday against the Bills, but he could make his debut in Week 13. And so they, he could they play They almost this week. won, right? Or they won? They almost won. They almost won. So, yeah, let's but stick it in there. The guy I wanted to say or ask you about was actually Elijah Moore, um, and that's because if Mike White is a starter and they start to play Elijah Moore a little bit more, Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> is he going to be worth a pickup? Because he has sucked this year. But yeah. it, one of the reasons he sucked is because he hasn't played. I would say yes. The problem is, is Sunday he played 35% of the snaps, caught two passes, right. and had uh, right. one touchdown for 64 yards. So he but if he gets really that good. snap percentage back up to like what it was in the beginning of the season and he has Mike White as the quarterback? I guess you could pre- like you know what I'm saying? You could pre-pick him up in anticipation for he a snap, needs percentage. The snap percentage back, though. But he's been he's he's acted like a jerkwad to the Jets, and I I don't know if Sela is going to be okay with that. You know what I mean? All right. Um. So, I I you know what? Yeah, I I would say he's a good pickup in terms of like if you want to and if you need if you have a roster spot and you can, you are anticipating, you know maybe an increase in snap percentage from Elijah Moore if that's what you're like looking at there could oh. be some good situations there, but I just don't know. I don't even know what the jets are doing at quarterback rest of the season. So um, like, obviously at this point you got to stick with Mike white, but um, if Mike white starts blowing chunks and throwing picks left and right, and you know, Zach looks like it's a better option than they would, they will go back to him, um, which would be bad things for Elijah Moore, I think. But anyway, right. And he's got a good schedule. My Minnesota, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, all the way up until the week 17th. You're convincing me, Rick. Uh, I did. I just throwing it out really there. Say, I wouldn't really any, say I wouldn't anything. Put, I wouldn't put any waiver this is budget me on just him. Just working through it. I wouldn't put any waiver budget on him. But mm-hmm. you know, if he's out there, you got a roster spot. Why not? Yeah, I was also going to say uh, Zay Jones, twenty eight percent owned. Yeah, he should be rostered. Twenty seven. He should sure. be rostered. Twenty seven fantasy points this week. He's the Odell? slot receiver for Jacksonville. Um, not into that. No, no, not at all. Okay. I don't. I don't even think he's going to play this year. To be honest with you. Yeah, he might not. This he's using this for the uh, the Instagram followers. <laughs> Probably money bags. All right, let's talk about some tight ends real quick. Uh, Foster Moreau is inconsistent at best, but he is the tight end one for Las Vegas. Um, I think if you want him desperately, 
He's a good ad. Uh, Dolchitz had a bad week. Evan Ingram hasn't been good lately. And Jawan Johnson, who has been a guy who's been performing well on a week-to-week basis. He sucked this week. Um, Guy I would keep an eye on. And this is a speculative ad. Don't play him this week. Bad matchup. Hunter Henry. Mm. New England finally got their heads out of their katuskers and started playing Hunter Henry this week. And... um, he had 15 points, and he was shanked out of a touchdown, a second one. Um, and he was involved. This wasn't like a you know, two-touchdown catch day on two catches. Yep. He was involved in the, in the offensive passing attack, involved in the game. Their offense looked significantly better. I would be shocked if New England does not try to get Hunter Henry involved more in their offensive attack. Um, and I want to see, like... If Henry has a, you know, pick him up this week. If Henry has a really good game against New England, you could be talking about a top 10 tight end down the stretch for the rest of the season. Against Buffalo. Who did I say? You said against New England. Oh, my God, bro. My brain. Uh, if he has a really the good people game, know what you mean. If he has a really good game against Buffalo, I think he's a top 10 tight end down the stretch and could do some really good things. So um, I need to see another game of it before I determine, because the Patriots right now are just a roller coaster of horribleness. Um I don't know if they're going to be good offensively next week against Buffalo, and if they show signs of that, uh, and Hunter Henry's good, then um, I think it's time to saddle back on to Hunter Henry and, and call him a top 10 tight end. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. Um, he uh, He's somebody who we expected a little bit more from. I, I didn't really. I wasn't in on Henry, but yeah. he's still been even worse than I thought he'd be. Yeah. But it's not really his fault. They just haven't really been using him. But feels like they should start using him more. He obviously produced really well against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And he has some easy games. Uh, Arizona, Vegas. So if you need it, even Cincinnati's not too bad. So mm-hmm. you need a, a tight end um, to plug in late in the season. Maybe you got some injuries. Mm-hmm. He could be a guy that you could look at. Yeah. Um, I mean, after that, though, like, is there anybody else? Maybe no. Foster Moreau? No. You yeah. got Darren Waller? Yeah, I, I mentioned Foster Moreau from the jump. Um, he's yeah. not a bad one, but no one else. Did what did Tyler Conklin do this week? Did he do anything? No. Well, probably now that I said that. But he had three. Kept, he had eight points. Oh, maybe him, but he's down on the list of guys I'd want. Tight ends are mid. Tight ends are very mid. So there you go. Waiver wire rankings recap from week 13 to 12, 12, week 12, jumping ahead already. Um, We got a lot of week 13 content to get to you this week. Be sure to check out tomorrow. We're going to talk about Thursday night football bills, Patriots. See you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF champs.